Hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business strategist and coach. And today I am just going to talk about my COVID story. So um, it's not going to be a huge episode. It's not going to be a long episode. I don't think so anyway. (laughs) At the onset, my plan is for this to be like short and sweet. Um, I just wanted to share with you energetically how I am, what happened, and some of the things I've learned or um, I suppose um, gained from the experience. I always try to look on the bright side of things. So, you know, that's that's my goal. So, yeah, I'm going to share with you a bit of my COVID story and and um, what that's like at the moment. Uh, You might hear some noise in the background. I'm going to do my best. I'm recording this from my home office and my son is home with COVID at the moment. He's five. So um, yeah, just just getting through the motions. But let's do it. Let's talk about it. Um, And I hope that, you know, you can gain some value if you've had COVID or not. i don't think that's going to matter in listening to this episode um, because some of the things that I'm going to talk about will hopefully be be little takeaways for you. All right, let's go. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line, to then living paycheck to paycheck, to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hello, and thanks for listening in for today's episode. Now, today I'm talking about COVID. Um, I know, how boring, right? (laughs) We've been talking about it for two and a half years, Um, maybe three, who knows. But I suppose this is the actual first time that it's really hit my home. So I finally understand what it's like to experience COVID. I personally am fine. I went through a bit of a phase where uh, I guess I just felt really sick. I had a metal taste in my mouth, um, a little bit nauseous. Um, my tummy wasn't well, not well at all. Uh, I did get, um, cold shivers for a couple of days through my spine. Uh, I had some chest pain as well. Um, when the chest pain came along, I did ring the, I forget what it's called, but some sort of health line just to check in and let them know and go, Hey, I'm at home in isolation. I've got COVID. My chest is burning right now. And I feel like there's a pin sticking and stabbing into my chest, Um, I'm not sure if this is normal, but I'm just, I don't know. I thought I should ring and just speak to someone about it. And they said, oh, we'll have to send a a ambulance. And I thought, what? (laughs) That sounds really over the top. I don't feel like I need an ambulance. I'm just having a bit of a chest pain, a bit of a chest burn. I'm just checking in to see if there's anything I can do about it. They said, well, because you've got chest pain, we have to send an ambulance. 
Uh, and I was like, oh, that sounds really full on. Apparently it's because if any, if it's got to do with anything that's located near the heart or, you know, that whole upper respiratory sort of problem and, um, it could be cardiac. So they want to just rule that out because if it is a cardiac issue, then, you know, anything to do with the heart, then they need to take that seriously. So I said, okay. So I had paramedics come over. They checked me all of my, um, tests that they did, like they checked my heart rate, my blood pressure and all of that. They said I was actually really healthy. Like I was in really good shape. And I thought, oh, cool. Cause <laughs> I didn't know that, <laughs> you know, I'm not like a, a, a lean machine by any means. I am like a size 14, you know, 39 year old woman who exercises moderately and tries to eat healthy, but I certainly do not nail it. And yes, so to hear that my heart health and my blood pressure was good was really great. And I thought, okay, well, that's, that's a good thing. Um, anyway, they checked me over. They said it wasn't cardiac, which was really positive. It just may have been some inflammation, you know, related to the COVID and some other things, but to take it easy and all that jazz. I thought, cool, excellent. So that's been ruled out. Um, but yeah, so that was probably my only day where there was a little bit of a scare. Other than that, it was okay. Um, I had a massive brain fog and it happened to be launch week for my course talent manager bootcamp. So, you know, you would have heard about it if you've been listening to anything I've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, or if you've been following me on my socials, then you would know that I was in, um, launch week for my course. Now, for anyone that doesn't know what a launch week means, it really just means it's showtime, but for an online digital space. So, you know, when you go and you put on a production or a show, it's like, wow, okay, we're really focused on this for show week. We're going to spend seven days doing all the things. It's just like that, but online. So it's me saying my doors are open to my course for eight days and yeah, and I, and I run a whole bunch of marketing activities, um, email sequences and things like that, just to let people know what's happening so that they can opt into my course talent manager bootcamp if they want to. It does take quite a bit of energy because I do daily lives on my social media with like topics of conversation and, you know, different, um, informative topics related to the course and related to studio owners and related to talent management industry. But what had happened was it because I had gotten to this launch week, which I only do every three to four months, I had COVID. So I had this brain fog and I probably wasn't nailing it the way I should have. And in fact, there were different things that went a little bit to the wayside, to be honest, um, which I couldn't see or focus on because I had COVID. For example, my sales page on my website, I usually talk about, you know, like what's included in the course and all that. And I had actually created that, but it was on hide mode on the website, which I usually activate during launch, but I just didn't do it. I didn't activate these parts of my website during my launch period that I'd worked on and created because I was in this COVID brain fog. So I was a little bit disappointed about that. Um, but then, you know, again, I just had to be kind to myself because COVID, right? So anyway, it was all fine. It ended well. I was lucky to get through it, but the things that I wanted to share with you, which were the takeaways, and this is the most important part of this episode, I think is I am so grateful 
firstly, that I, well, firstly, that I'm in a position where I can actually have a little bit of flexibility on how I operate my business because I am the owner. So for anyone that's out there that has staff and team uh, that supports them, it is such a great thing. If you don't have staff and team and it's just you in your business, then I can't even imagine going through something like COVID or not just COVID specifically, but something like that where energetically you are staffed um, and you just don't have the capacity to, to do certain things mentally, you know, like even just responding to emails or getting to tasks. So the fact that I had team teaching my classes, doing the administration, you know, uh, replying to customer inquiries and all that jazz was amazing. So I am so grateful for team and that I'd created the systems in place where that was actually possible, where I could go away for a week and be sick and come back and it was fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have literally 230 emails this morning. Um, but I'm a, I'm an, I'm an email ninja. I like to think. So I'm pretty good at getting rid of the crap. So I'm very good at delete, delegate, um, and do. So anything like I'm already down to 99 emails and that's just from delete, delegate, snooze, things that aren't required now and quick two minute task emails, do them on the spot. But yeah, so I'm, you know, thinking that's all cool. So I'm grateful for team. But another thing I'm grateful for is the fact that I had done a month's worth of preparation leading into launch so that I could focus on customer inquiries and doing my live video content during the launch. Everything else was prepared and batched and scheduled. So all of my social media for the launch week was already scheduled up. So that was great because it allowed me to be sick and just let that roll. All of my daily email sequences during launch week, done. I had already written them and scheduled them. Uh, So I suppose what, you know, what I'm saying is, having that is amazing. Like having a plan, creating the content in advance and then batching it and then scheduling it out is, was so phenomenal. And I would recommend this for anything. Like even my podcast, I had an interview that I'd done actually with Kel Quarrell last week. Um, that was released last week. Anyway, I'd actually done that a few weeks ago. Um, recorded it. And the fact that I had that in the bank that I could go, oh, I wasn't scheduled to do this released episode today, but hey, I'm not well and I'm not going to record another one. I've got this amazing interview in the bank and I'm going to release that one. And if you didn't catch that episode last week with Kel Quarrel, it's around accountability um, and, you know, empowerment. And it is so good. Like she's just phenomenal. So please do jump back onto the last episode and check that one out. But yeah, so, you know, just having content batched and put together, and this is really important. Like, I don't know about you, but having, if you can get to a place 
where you're at least a couple of weeks in advance of what's happening in your life, you'll be okay. Like even just having an events checklist. So, you know, if you're producing concerts or events at the moment, um, you know, a lot of studio owners, for example, are going to be putting on their end of year shows. Being able to go back to a checklist and be able to work through that is so good. Like I've got an events checklist and I just, I have it in um, a Google doc. It's an expert it's an Excel spreadsheet, essentially in a Google document. And it has the general tasks of putting on one of our musical theater productions. Um, I have a whole list of things that we go through. I have who, who does it like a delegation list. Um, so it's got the task, the delegation list and the due date. Yeah. So, and then and then a done column. If it's done, we, 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 you know, we say done. Yes, 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 yes. You know, all of that sort of thing. And I love that checklist. It's the best thing since sliced bread. Some shows don't require certain elements on the checklist. So I just pop them in red. I don't delete them because I might need to use that for next time. For example, um, you know, running a raffle, a fundraising raffle at the event, like we don't do that all the time. So I would just highlight that line in red on an event by event basis and say, okay, well, we don't need that, that particular line for this event, but I don't want to forget that that's an option on my checklist for next time. So I don't forget that, Hey, oh, that's right. We can do that sometimes. Um, you know, sometimes on my event checklist, it could be as simple as, oh, you know, we got to go hire microphones, but it depends on the venue. So some venues will be, yes, you need microphones, others you don't. So again, we highlight it red when we don't need it and unhighlight it for the next event when we do. I guess my point is preparation is so helpful because if you go into a big event like my launch week, okay, like even if you've got a podcast or something and you're releasing or releasing regular content or you want to schedule out your social media, but you get sick and then you miss a week, but you don't have to if you're a little bit in advance holiday season. Oh my goodness. So we all know that holiday season is upon us in Australia. Anyway, we've got the January um, holidays coming soon. Don't, don't wait until January to have everything in place for what's up next. Like if you're going to take a holiday, make sure you've assign someone to customer email, set your email on, you know, leave, scheduled out your social media content, scheduled out your emails so that you're not emailing your clients. Reminder, we're back next week. Like put an email sequence in place, especially if you don't have teams supporting you and working with you during that period. Pre-schedule all of your emails and reminders and client communication before you go on holidays, because guess what? I'm telling you now, I'm so grateful that I had all of that content scheduled and everything was rolling out without, I was literally lying in bed and the marketing was rolling out during COVID. And I was like, awesome. That was me doing a little winky sound, (laughs) by the way. But yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm so grateful for the fact that I put in that energy prior to my course launch week so that I was able to have no energy during it. I would say 90, God, 96% of everything that I needed to do during launch was done 
before launch week. And then that little top up, that little four, you know, four to 10%, whatever it is, um, which was me going live daily, um, which was already scheduled and communicated that the actual live itself and just responding to client inquiries that were interested in my course and things like that and sending like, you know, private messages and whatever, that was stuff that I could do. Um, that was okay. The live videos, I have to admit, um, that was a bit to show up cause I was feeling quite flat, but I was pretty proud that I did it. And, um, you know, I just hope that that was a value to people as well. So look at the end of the day, COVID sucks. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's not the end. It wasn't the end of the world for me anyway, but that's because we're a healthy family. Like my husband got it first. Um, I reckon he got it from being on the train actually, cause he doesn't normally head into the city on the train, but he happened to that week. And then he came home with COVID. He didn't wear a mask on the train, um, which, you know, is fine. That's what happened though. So that was the result. Came home, had COVID. A day or two later, I got COVID. Then a few days after that, my son got COVID. The only one that didn't get COVID was my daughter. She's seven. Um, she didn't get COVID, but she's already had it before. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe that has a lot to do with it. And when she had, I mean, she was literally doing flips on the trampoline. She was not affected by it at all. She had no symptoms. Um, my son's pretty much the same. He's fine. He's totally not having any major issues at all, but still I suppose the biggest thing is that the isolation sucks the most because we're healthy people. It's not really overly affected us. I mean, I know it can affect healthy people. I'm not saying it doesn't. What I'm saying is it just hasn't affected us that badly. Not enough to yeah, worry too much about it, I suppose, but it has been a drag because we've been locked down. Um, and that sucked, especially for my poor son. It's school holidays and he's isolating. Um, even though my daughter doesn't have COVID, um, because, oh, you can hear my cat. Sorry, my cat. Ow, she just nipped me. Hey, Ruby. That wasn't very nice. Um, yeah, so my cat is just flicking the blinds behind me, which is quite annoying, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah, even though my daughter doesn't have COVID, um, and she's had it before. She had no symptoms, was testing negative. Unfortunately, she was, you know, excluded from some social outings because people felt uncomfortable with her being there, even though she could be there. But I totally understand. We have to respect people's feelings and decisions and everyone's got their own stories around it. So, you know, some people feel really super uncomfortable with it. Um, but yeah, so that was a bit of a tough week for my daughter because it was school holidays and she was excluded from a couple of things, even though she was negative and all the things, but, um, people just didn't feel comfortable with her being there and trying to explain that to a seven year old is really hard. Um, she was, she was a bit gutted to be honest. Um, but that's life and life's not perfect and it's not easy and we have to respect other people's decisions and we have to respect how people feel about COVID and, um, yeah, I think for me personally, I'm at a point now where I have been through so much in my business because of COVID and I know a lot of you have too. And I am just at a point where I just need to get on with my life and I can't live in fear of 
COVID and I don't want to feel the impacts of it anymore. And I know that sounds really unrealistic, but I just don't want to do it anymore. I am so over it. It puts such a strain on me and my business and my family when not, not having COVID, but just the whole situation, the pandemic itself. And it was tough. I mean, I remember that first day of just going into studio when we were about to close our doors for the first time. And I called a team meeting. This was before the very first lockdown. And the idea of the team meeting was to come up with solutions on how we could continue to operate during COVID times and make it all work. And And I've always been quite strong in front of my team, but that day I just burst into tears in the team meeting and I just, I had to take a breath and walk out and bless my team. Gosh, they were so supportive and I'm not usually like that in front of my team, but I just couldn't hold it together. I felt like my world was crumbling at the time. Two and a half years on and I, and I finally get the thing. I finally get COVID. I mean, you know, it's just ridiculous. It's still going, you know, it's still going and it doesn't feel like it is, but it is because you have to isolate and that affects people. I mean, we're all working from home now. You know, I've got team that I hired remotely for administration. I'd never hired remote team before. This was a first, and this is all derived from COVID. So there are blessings for sure. But there are also things where, you know, working from home every day is tough. I miss that connection. I mean, I used to have my office person come in three days a week. Um, Now my husband's home all the time working from home. It's just really tricky. It's really tricky. Unless you live in a multi-level home where you each have offices and space on every level. (laughs) Hashtag dreams. Um, Yeah, you're just so close to each other in proximity, working, you know, like my husband takes the office over and I try and work in there too, but I just, I just need my own space. And that's hard. It's hard to navigate, but you know what they say? I can do hard things, right? I can do hard things. So the COVID fog is lifting. I'm feeling better. My son is okay. He's free tomorrow from his isolation, which is fantastic. He has no symptoms. He's totally fine. Um, My daughter didn't end up catching COVID again. Thank you. That's amazing. My husband's okay. And yeah, just have to remind ourselves sometimes and pinch ourselves that we've, we've made it this far, everyone, despite the challenges of this whole pandemic. And I know many are still suffering, you know, just financially, even just damage control. You know, a lot of people, you know, had a lot of debt that they went through during the COVID period, probably still paying back the rent from 2020, you know? So we're here though, right? We made it through. I finally got it. It caught up with me eventually. Um, and yeah, and whatever, it's just like, let's just get on with life. That's how I feel. So that's it. That's my COVID story. Um, it's 
it's not a, I'm sure it's a familiar story. I'm sure many of you have gone through, I'm sure 90% of you listening have, have been through it as well. So it's nothing new, but for me, it was a little bit new. It was the final chapter of this whole pandemic where I actually got the disease everyone was talking about. Right. And it's not a disease or whatever, but you get my point. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. I promise to move on from the COVID topic next week. Um, I just had to touch base on it. I just really wanted to share with you and speak about it because I just felt really flat and energetically low and, you know, and that's okay. I didn't nail everything during my launch or for you, it could be show week or whatever. And, and that's okay. The things I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for team. Having team to support me through the tough times has been a wonderful thing. So that's a takeaway for you. If you, if you've been thinking about getting someone on board just to assist even just a few hours a week, it is so worth it, you know, and it opens you up to more opportunity, but also gives you the freedom to be sick, to go on a holiday, to take a breast when you need it. And also additionally to that, I hope another takeaway is having good planning and systems in place, you know, scheduling content, scheduling out communication, and just really being a little bit ahead of the game in relation to that and having a plan uh, really helps, really helps, especially when the unexpected happens. So thanks for listening, everyone. Take care of yourselves and I will see you next week. Bye for now. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World and you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.